Hi everyone, welcome to another edition of How to Make a Life. My name is Parag and today we're going to be talking to one of the most famous mentalists and illusionists in Asia. He also happens to be one of the most one of the highest booked mentalists in India and he's performed to sold out arenas in India and across the world. This is Praveen Pandita and Praveen welcome to the show. Hi Parag and hi everybody. All right. So Praveen, I want to start with a fundamental question, right? What is mentalism? Is mentalism an innate talent or can anyone be a mentalist if they put in the right amount of work? How much of it is illusion and how much of it is just paying attention? Okay. Do you want to listen to the honest answer or do you want to listen to the uh, confabulated answer? Always the honest answer. Always the honest answer. Okay. All right. Uh Parag, see, ma- mentalism is just a, another branch of magic. It's not something which is, it doesn't have any origin of its own. Like, it's like, you know, in uh, physics, you have the particle physics, like you have the atomic physics. So now uh, a certain specific branch of science or specific branch of any knowledge evolves so much that you have to completely disassociate that thing with the you know, with the mother plant. So for example, science and then physics and then particle physics. So same is with the mentalism. Mentalism is no different from magic. Magic is the tree. Right. And uh, mentalism is just one of the uh, tiniest branch of uh, magic. And uh, when we say mentalism, it mostly deals with uh, the psychological manipulation of the art form. Got it. And and how easily, uh, is this something that you just have a knack for or is this something that you can train uh, if you put in enough effort? It is, it is trainable. Like I said, it is an art form. It is not something which, uh, which, uh, which cannot, you know, you just need to have a passion for that. If you have a passion for math and, uh, you know, you can learn that. It is Got not it. something that only specific set of people are chosen for them. it's n- nothing like that right. it is a simple art form you know you need to have uh, incredible passion for this art form and if you have that passion and love for this you can eventually learn and you can eventually uh, start to practice it and you can you know master it eventually got it now uh, you know you started out quite a few years ago and from sometimes doing uh, you know um, unpaid work at birthday parties around eight years ago to today being India's most booked corporate mentalist and illusionist. Uh, it's been a long ride, right? And not everyone sort of reaches the heights that uh, you have. Now, I want to try and pinpoint the factors that got you here. How much was it thanks to uh, your performing flair? How much was dependent on creating new acts and new illusions? How much was about properly selling yourself and how much of it was just keeping at it and doing as many shows as you could big or small day or night okay so many questions out of one so i'll try to answer them one by one sure so uh, my journey in magic started long back i think in 2010 11 i started my uh, journey in magic and so i i had a i you know you know a fascination towards occult and magic you know when i was a kid i watched somebody performing a small trick wherein he was chewing five grains of rice and producing them back when showing his mouth empty and having a sip of water and, and one by one producing them back. 
and keeping them under their fingertips and eventually vanishing them all so i saw that trick when i was old and i had you know it it literally fascinated me as a kid i was not able to understand like how is it possible because as a kid it defied every law of physics science everything so i got very fascinated towards that thing and eventually i asked a lot of people how is it done like is it can i do that because i you know as a kid you are all fascinated towards and i've got a lot of answers from people that only few are chosen for this you need to learn you know mantra tantra and all that and i was like right. you know delusioned about it but later on after after like couple of years i i figured out like how he did it and i was not disheartened or disenchanted disillusioned by the fact that magic is not real but literally my horizons expanded and as a kid as a whimsical child i my horizons started to expand and i started thinking how can i do this the same thing in a better way how because i know the secret i know the science behind that now i wanted to kind of create something more beautiful out of it more impossible so yeah i was not uh, you know disheartened by the fact that magic is not real but uh, i was even happy that it is not real and it is you know a lots of practice and science being so that i can come up with my own stuff so and uh, that's how actually i got into magic and that things stayed in my subconscious for a long time and when i was in my college and i was uh, pursuing my studies and then I, eventually i started doing my job at that time those things started to hit me you know back in the mind like i wanted to do the, those things and now as a grown up you have a little bit of maturity understanding about things and you know stuff how you can do it so um you know at at that point of time i had nothing much to lose so i decided that i i, I was not sure that i wanted to do magic but i was sure about one thing that i do not want to do what i'm doing right now which was just working in in a corporate you know factory i didn't didn't want to be the cog in the wheels of an efficient machinery so that was not for me so eventually i left my work and i started to figure out like how can i uh, you know at least start my journey in in the art in magic sleight of hand things so that's how i got into it and uh, with god's grace and a uh, little bit of my hard work i started you know getting small gigs at birthday parties and eventually you know that paid off well and that's how i started my journey actually all right and uh, so from starting to the point that you are in right now right what would you say would be some of the biggest factors is it the kind of illusions that you do or is it uh, is there a little bit of marketing involved is there a, is it about doing as many shows as you can is it about volume what would you say were the two three factors that helped you here so parag the mo- most important factor i think still that helped me is i am passionate about this art form if you wake me up at midnight and ask me perform something i'll be like a kid and i'll just get up and perform so the four most important thing is you got to be passionate about art form i mean you cannot if you see somebody uh, band or a singer or anybody performing on stage and you think oh wow what a cool guy you know i want to have you know play the guitar like that and he just gives up his things and starts to practice guitar and for after like one week he thinks no yeah it's not for me so that means that eventually he's not passionate about it he just got influenced by seeing somebody famous or somebody uh, you know better or cool guy performing 
so uh, that's the first foremost important thing there there needs to be ha- having a craving a desire you know within that you know uh, i love this you know i i love creating illusions so that is the foremost important thing you need to be very passionate about your art form and treat your art form with utmost um, respect and dedication that is the first thing which still stays with me uh, the second thing is uh, no it's not really about marketing or how you you know uh, kind of do marketing promotions and branding eventually what gets you uh, more work and what gets you that you know what makes you different is that you uh, you know take your craft very seriously and your entire idea of magic should be to entertain and to amaze and baffle people you know to break the stereotypes and break the norms like really creating something impossible like how is it possible is it is it really happening so uh, that is the second thing i'm sorry what was your third question sure um, it was about is there also there also a large volume of shows help like did you uh, yes. take up See, any number yes technically yeah technically speaking when you're starting your journey in magic or any art form i would say like music or dancing or painting or any art form so you got to be uh, you have to perform as many times with as many different audiences i want so i'll just tell you one uh, small experience uh, back in 2012 uh, 13 maybe so my entire concept of magic was uh, uh, i was i used to have a small you know carry bag with me in which i used to have couple of props like coins cards and couple of things you know gimmicks and all that so i used to just walk from morning i used to get up and then after finishing my daily course i used to go out at 11 on the streets and i used to like perform perform in the parks streets restaurants like with n number of different audiences Uh, the same effect or trick i would perform with 10 different type of people and to see how they would react to the same you know effect and uh, i would perform on different music different beats different people different places so when you start your journey you have to perform as much as you would as want and it it should not be when i say performance you know a lot of people misunderstand performance with practice practice is is an entirely different procedure practice is something else and performance is something else for example if i am a musician so if i'm practicing some beat or some tune or some song that is one thing but when i say you should perform as much as possible so what i mean by that is you should go out in the real world you know perform in front of people that is what i mean by performance like you should go out on parks on restaurants on pubs on clubs wherever possible and perform with people when you perform that is the real experience that will count if you're performing at your home in front of a mirror or a camera i don't think that counts actually that is you know that is just a practice you're doing you have not performed so you get to know about your real mistakes and real plus point bonuses what is your you know powerful uh, you know uh, a powerful persona your personality you get to know about these things only when you perform in real world like with real people out there got it got so it. yeah you know when i started my journey i used to perform like i was like i still i'm crazy about performing like i i perform 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 that's 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 what i you know love to do 
Awesome. Now, you know, I want to I want to get into the uh, actual act. Right? You come up with a lot of original acts, and uh, there are a lot of other mentalists in the picture as well. And to stand out, you need to keep increasing the quality of your illusions, right? Can you walk me through what this creative process is like? How do you go about building an illusion? Do you start with the effect that you want to create and then work backwards, or do you just mess around with a lot of different elements until something happens? And how long does it usually take for you to sort of build out an illusion? okay see prag uh, any art form or any discipline or any science you you need to learn basics first of all i mean i would just give an example of uh, uh, you know tesla or edison they didn't start building their own machines like they studied the basic principles of physics and they studied the coils the the nature of electrons and and things then they come up with the ideas like electric bulb and electricity and all that so in the art form it's the same thing you have to learn certain basic things you have to you know understand certain basic principles of magic and then when you uh, understand them practice them master them literally master them then only i think the process of creativity begins so uh, like i mostly get my you know inspirations from nature like when i see something out there which is happening so i try to replicate that and uh, to create any illusion uh, even uh, the the illusion or a mental uh, mental effect or mentalism effect it depends on the you know type of act that i want to perform uh, it takes approximately from 2 weeks to 2 years so there are a couple of my acts which have taken more than 2 years in, you know uh, to come up on stage for example my connection act so you know to come up with that this clean act so it it takes a lot of time lot of things and there are still some uh, you know acts which i am working on which are still go- going on and i have been doing those acts from i think 2015 16 still they are affect certain acts which take about like 2 to 3 weeks or one month max to you know complete so it all depends on what kind of you know illusion are you planning to build and what kind of idea are you planning to work on got it all right now uh, over the years you've probably gotten very good at looking at somebody else's illusion and you know you're able to sort of reverse engineer it in your mind yeah this is how he probably did it uh, can you tell me about a time you saw an illusion and you couldn't work it out who was this by what was the illusion and what made it so difficult for you to understand how they did it uh parag i mean the most difficult things are often the most simplest so i have been uh, you know seeing a lot of things which uh, appeared complex to me and which i oh my god how he did that wow and then i uh, you know uh, kind of try to reverse engineering that i see it's a very simple principle you know it's very just basic principle of magic so uh, the greatest things the greatest illusions are often which are simplest so i think simplicity is the key see product to be very honest i'll tell you uh, every magician wants to be the best every magician wants to be you know on top of the game it's not just magician it's like every every entertainer every artist wants to be on the top of his game let's say an actor or a musician but in that process of being on the top we forget that people who you know want, who are on top are some somebody who are different who chose a different uh, genre who chose a different path if you can't for example let's talk about movies you know let's talk about indian movies so indian movies you know 
are definitely not on the top of the list you know if you talk about the global you know center the reason being is they are all not original ideas they are just copy so there is nothing different with the magic art form if you really you know try to be different then eventually you automatically become on top of the game so my concept of magic has always been uh, to to do something different which has never been done before so that is what i try to push for got it now uh, i also want to talk about uh, you know how fast sometimes you have to think when you're on stage right so let's say i'm sure it, this has happened to you at some point uh, like a trick doesn't go as planned and you obviously have to be very fast on your feet and to just to sort of recover from it but what's your usual go to when a trick doesn't go as planned how do you deal with it do you sort of try and create a diversion uh, and move on to another trick or do you keep at not really uh, not really uh, uh, see but these these things don't happen nowadays uh, but okay, uh, you know in the beginning of my career yeah uh, yeah in the beginning beginning of my uh, you know journey so they used to we call them as bloopers in in magic terminology right. so if something goes wrong on stage if you plan to do something if if i have to predict your thought like if you are thinking of an elephant and my prediction is an egg so that is called a blooper so in the beginning of my journey there used to happen a lot of bloopers and uh, i couldn't understand like i was devastated literally on stage like kind of embarrassed at the same time and devastated and when i used to come back home i used to say my god how can i mess up this how how long but eventually in the process of uh, you know magic and in the process of performance exp- i experienced that if you do not if you don't let audiences know you have goofed up nobody knows you have goofed up that's the secret and lot of magicians all across the globe ask me this question like praveen yaar how can we do this you know sometimes in case my you know there are very sleek acts which magicians make which can go wrong which are on the edge and they try to take an advice from me what if it goes wrong i said if it, if it goes wrong it's it's all right try to make it fun because if if you don't let them know it has gone wrong they would never know they would not know that it was supposed to be done like this so they have no idea ki ye hone wala hai so if they did not know ye hone wala if you don't give that you know uh idea to the audience that it has gone wrong they will never come to know and at the end of the day magic is all about entertainment it is it is all it's an art form just like any art form it's there are 60 64 art forms in the entire world and illusion happens to be the top most um, art form followed by the classical music so if you do not uh, you know it's a, it's an entertainment it's an art form so at the end the goal is to entertain it doesn't matter if the trick goes wrong so at the at the end of the day you have to wrap up it in such a beautiful way that it still looks magical got it now i want to go back to how it all started right uh, where did you learn all your stuff from do you have any mentors are you completely self taught what kind of resources did you use to get started and for any budding mentalists out there who are listening uh, what would you suggest would be the best way to get started on their journey see uh when i started my um, a journey in magic i started with sleight of hand i started my you know journey from the basic things which are the basics of mentalism is sleight of hand no mentalist in the world would tell you this but i'm telling you that the basics of mentalism the basics of reading somebody's mind creating that psychological illusion is sleight of hand and if you're not good at sleight of hand trust me one day you are going to crash no matter how famous how good you are so i have i'm i'm fortunate enough that i have 
you know gone through that basic journey of magic you know so playing with coins vanishing coins cards and stuff i'm i'm fortunate enough to you know go through that journey which uh, unfortunately a lot of um, mentalist and magicians today are not uh, you know able to because of a lot of reasons so um, for being a uh, for for being a you know for being uh, going into the journey of mentalism uh you have you need to have some you know very good understandings about uh the basic principles of magic that is very important and so i'm sorry what was the second part of your question uh yeah so what kind of resources did you use to get started and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. correct yeah. correct so yeah yeah like, like so i started doing studying basic things of magic uh principles of magic and uh eventually i was performing a lot of things you know at random things like without any storyline without any theme or without any it's it, it, they were just like you know performing like you vanish something to do something with no storyline with no tag and all that then i eventually understand that this is not magic this is just the tricks that i am doing so mostly i have uh, been self taught self taught throughout the journey but at one point uh, you know one point in in my career i happened to meet uh, uh, mr rocco silano so he is a uh, magician from paris and he is the man who taught me magic so what i knew what i did was tricks so i was a trickster so he was the guy who told me what is the difference between magic and a trick and what is the difference between a magic and between magic and a trick <laughs> see like it's it's very uh, difficult for me to explain it to you in words like sure. there is actually no explanation what is the difference between trick trick and a uh, trick and magic but uh, it it shows up in the performance if if you see an amateur guy performing couple of tricks and you know creating cool illusions those are all tricks but if i'm able to create an emotional experience if i'm able to connect with somebody at an emotional level if i'm able to you know cherish somebody you know make him the give him the belief that anything is possible through my art form that is called a, a real magic okay got it so there's that whole emotional component attached to it exactly um, so. magic is not about tricks or gimmicks or creating those great cool illusions magic is an emotion magic is all about an emotional connection if if you're able to connect with somebody at an emotional level that is called real magic got it now uh you know as an aid to your acts you've picked up obviously a variety of skills you know from silhouette paper cutting to i think even chopping coconuts at one point right uh how many of <laughs> yeah, these yeah. little skills do you think you've accumulated at this point uh how often do you end up learning something new and apart from slate of hand what are the other uh, one or two skills that you bank on the most uh, a lot a lot actually see uh what is the the definition of magic is magician is an actor who plays the role of a magician so at the end of the day mag magician is an actor you know when i'm performing magic i'm i'm into some certain certain character so right now you're talking to praveen praveen pandita so you're not talking to mentalist praveen you're not talking to you know illusionist praveen this is real me but when i'm performing so i'm into some certain character i'm into a certain character who is who's who's doing that Uh, you know uh, who's playing the role of uh, magician so obviously if i have to do something there there's a lot of skill you have to accumulate for example one of my tricks which is which i have not uh, featured on uh, on uh, you know live stage or television yet 
so for that particular act uh, i i did a tour in 2020 uh, for five cities so i started in pune which was called the butterfly effect and uh, my next show was scheduled at uh, mumbai followed by bangalore and sydney but unfortunately we had to cancel that uh, you know tour because of covid so in that uh, in that uh, you know show i am playing uh, a violin you know so i it took me 8 months to learn violin and still i'm learning it because you know i want to make it something better so even because you know you have to have certain other skills if you want to incorporate certain act so for example uh, like you said that coconut cutting and uh, what is it the paper cutting that paper cutting is called origami so eventually i cannot be somebody on stage and just you know without any knowledge about origami i'll just i'll look stupid i'll look like you know it it would not be that imp- impactful on stage so obviously you got to learn certain skills relevant to that act it you know the magic part takes just some time to learn but that other part takes much more longer time to master so definitely and uh, like i said magician is an actor so to be an actor you have to be in that particular role mentally physically you got to be in that role so yeah you know i i learn a lot of skills i i uh, learn playing uh, violin and i learned origami and lot of stuff regarding you know i would say electronics uh, hardware i have started welding <laughs> furniture wow. cutting a lot of things you learn eventually <laughs> but what are the ones that you keep coming back to and you keep using uh, a lot Uh, so it's most mostly mechanical things that keep coming in electronics uh, up you know there are a lot of you know adhesives and magnets that i have been using which uh, which are used in rocket which are not even available anywhere in in the world except from one place in japan so i'm it's just that incredible journey which i you know keep on learning and there is certain adhesive which can uh, stick you know 50 kilo 50 kilos of weight just by using that adhesive you can stick it on a wall and lot of you know interesting things that i'm learning throughout and what keeps coming back is the same stuff keeps coming back and i have to use them in a different form got it all right um so you know let's let's talk about mentalism in everyday life right uh, now mentalism is rooted in a in concepts of misdirection the power of suggestion and the ability to read body language and these concepts are used in quite a few situations uh every day from a placebo pill claiming it will cure your illness to a toxic person gaslighting their partner to parents getting their kid to do what they want so all of this means that the human mind is very suggestible uh in your experience how does suggestibility difference across people across profiles and moods is that the default state of the human mind and what do you think the average person can do to keep a check on the suggestibility of their their own mind yeah okay uh see aparag you have a question is very relevant actually uh, a human brain is designed in such a way which can be influenced which can be completely manipulated this is the reason why organizations exist the organizations can be good like any lot of organizations health organization who and they can be organizations like isis and lots of groups so the only reasons they exist is because human mind is can be influenced it can be manipulated uh, you know it can be planted uh, that's why it happens and these things you know fall into the category of social compliance so when i say social compliance it means that 
how you manipulate a human mind see the idea is simple we are the main protagonist of our own story we are the main character the center of our own attention the, our world revolves around our own stories uh we are all trapped inside our own heads and uh, our beliefs and understandings about the world are limited by that perspective so uh, for example if a friend of yours asks you to click a photograph of yours so he is trapped inside his own head you are trapped inside his own head and you are the center of your own attention and your world revolves around your own stories and you are the main protagonist the main character the hero of your own story and the other guy is also the hero of his own story that's how it works now when he's taking your picture he's not bothered about anything he just wants to take your picture and get done with it on the other hand you are conscious about your looks about your hair maybe about your background about lighting and a lot of things and this is how it happens vice versa when he asks you to click a picture he's going to be trapped in his own head and he's going to be thinking about a lot of things so uh, this is how human minds can be influenced so uh, there's an experiment which uh, a mentalist in uh, uk did so he called up five people for an uh, phony interview there's no interviews just call five random people for a phony interview and three of them were trained actors okay so it's an interesting story you should listen to this this is how you know how our mind uh, you know you know comprehends the social compliance so three of them were trained actors and two of them were the you know normal guys who come for the inter- phone interview like this were it was a part of an experiment so actors were told when a bell will ring you have to stand up and sit down okay so all five guys all, the three guys were already sitting on the chair who were the actors the fourth guy walks in the room and the bell rings the three actors they stand up and the bell rings again this they sit down the fourth guy is like watching and you know he just gets confused and follows the instructions follow automatic nobody has told him to stand up or sit down he just immediately follows the instructions and another guy comes in so now there are five people in the room and other guy copies the same thing a bell rings all five guys stand five girls you know guys sit up now interestingly the three actors who uh, were told to do so they left the room okay and new three three random people you know entered into the room now those three random people saw these two random people you know getting you know uh, standing on the bell and sitting down back again and all five of them now a bell is ringing all five of them are getting up the bell goes again and they're sitting down nobody has told them to do so nobody but this is how their mind got influenced this is like social compliance and this is how mind you know gets in and this is subconscious this is this is not even the uh, you know power of linguistic uh, you know words or any power of words anything so you can imagine how dangerous a mind can be without even any instructions without any instructions or without any somebody telling you to do that mind has replicated the action now you can imagine without uh, you telling anybody to do mind has replicated this action and if somebody is telling you something with a lot of bullshit reasoning and logic imagine what can be the devastation that person can cause this is the reason why terrorist organizations exist why you know this is the reason why you know these groups exist it's it's all social compliance because mind is something which can be influenced which can be manipulated and and how do you think uh 
you know, we, as humans, we can sort of protect our minds from being so easily manipulated. Exactly. Yeah, that's that? a very good question. Yeah. So you've got to be very aware. You've got to be very aware of your choices just because hundred people are doing the same thing and you're following that same thing. You should question your thing. Why am I doing this? I'll just give you one, one very good example of, uh, you know, which is relevant to, to your question. So for example, social media, there are a few, you know, people on social media on, uh, you know, uh, let's say Instagram, YouTube, and they make videos for their living. You know, the entire uh, concept of them making the video is not getting famous. That's their living. You know, that's how they make videos and they get paid for it and they do their living. That's part of this. That's their job. Now, thousands and millions and millions of people follow these people and you know, they don't even question why am I making these? What am I doing? Why am I, you know, posting so much of trash? This is because of influence. No, if even a single person questions his himself or herself that why am I doing it? Just because that thousands are doing that does not make any sense. That does not mean that this is something I should be doing. This is something correct. So you have to always question yourself, whatever you do, why am I doing this? You have to be a little bit logical. The logical reasoning, which is inbuilt in us, you should not suppress that logical reasoning with the social, uh, you know, dilemma of uh, influence and uh, these sort of things. So always right. be like in our scriptures also say you have to be self-aware. You have to be self-conscious right. and to, and you should be able to crush your ego. Why do they talk about all these things to crush your ego, not to, you know, uh, not to just follow the trend. You have to, you know, be very self-aware of these things. Otherwise you can, you would be on a path to devastation without even knowing that. That, that is very interesting and is very relevant to, uh, you know, in today's world. Uh, you know, now let's say one day you decided to stop being a mentalist. You decide to stop performing uh, acts. What, what do you think you, what else do you think you could do with all the uh, mentalist abilities that you've, uh, you know, practiced and gotten good at these days? What other fields can a mentalist, can mentalism give you a special edge in? And who are the mentalists out there living everyday lives who don't know it themselves possibly? Okay. Uh, see, I read a book, uh, which was written by Paul Harris back in 2013. Uh, so that book has one statement, which, which says, if you take any art form, if you take any discipline and push it to the limit of limits where it has never been pushed before, it reaches to the real realm of magic. So that is what my core beliefs about magic is, about mentalism is. Uh, so coming back to your question, like what, what other skills, uh, what other things I can do? And I mostly use this form to entertain and to create that uh, mystery, a psychological illusion. Now, of course, you know, if you know something, it can be used in other ways as well, which, you know, can be, it's, it's truth. But uh, uh, as an entertainer, our uh, focus is to, you know, uh, bring positivity and, uh, you know, see the, the, the concept of magic is that when you perform, it, see, I have an ability, I have a God gift ability with, you know, if, if somebody is a very depressed person, you know, is like, ready to give up his life sort of this depressed. <laughs> I have that ability. Like if I perform something for him, so for a moment, for a moment, he will be distracted and he's going to question himself. How, 
how could he do that how did he do that so even that one one you know percent of distraction from his mind like his his devastating thoughts about to take his life and now he's thinking about how did he do that if i'm able to divert somebody even for a second even for 10 seconds the job of a uh, you know magic is done that's what i believe have you have you ever been approached by a business or a company to sort of you know sit in on the many, meetings and sort of many, figure out many <laughs> yeah this happens on a daily basis actually i i get inquiries from big corporates big people actually stock investors and lot of people and and also i get inquiries from lot of people from abroad and in india that they are not mentally doing well and you know i tell them just seek a psychiatrist like you know uh, i am an entertainer i you know i'm i'm not a i'm not a doctor i can just entertain i'm not an somebody uh, with a degree in psych psychology or a psychiatrist i'm i'm not that so people often you know misinterpret these things with other things it happens yeah got it got it uh you, you know uh i, I want to talk about mentalism in the realm of the paranormal and the occult right how much of these ancient stories and legends do you think were just uh, examples of mentalism and uh you know how does a regular person tell the difference see uh but to be very honest with you mentalism is just a branch of magic it is not something which is a and even the psychology is a branch of magic so everything is a branch of you know sub branch of magic i'll tell you one experience uh, uh, long back when i was in uh, you know i was uh, i went to a trip in rajasthan and i'll just tell you my experience with one thing so i happened to see a uh, you know a street magician performing something and uh, i was a i was i think uh, i i have not i had not started my journey in magic at that point of time so uh, there, he was a street magician uh, you know performing on street uh, and a couple of people gathered around him and watched his magic and uh, so and so he did one trick where he you know wherein he told everybody that i'm going to be cutting the head of my son okay and then i'll be joining it back okay now he actually did some uh, you know sort of slide of magic and did cut the head of his son in an illusion not in in reality and uh, and he told us do not keep your hands like this if anybody keeps your hands like this my son is not going to you know come back to life so i i was i was holding my hands like this and i got psychologically so much traumatized like oh my god i got to keep it down it's not working and all that so simple things are used to you know to create these things psycho this is psychology and and psychology can hit you very hard you know it can become your belief and it can become your reality so you always have to be very very aware of things you always have to question even in every religion every scripture people say self question you know do not believe what people say do not believe even do not even in in the scriptures they say do not believe what even god says do an experiment just find out the truth for yourself so this is the re reality you have to introspect into your own beliefs into your own thinking see what we believe today it may not be a reality tomorrow it may be completely abandoned you know demolished what happens to be our beliefs back in you know 30 years ago 40 years ago you know if today somebody does that that that's like very stupid so always 
you have to introspect within yourself and not fall a prey of you know things right right got it uh you know now want to talk about uh, mentalists in history right so i was doing some reading and then two individuals came up uh eric jan hansen and wolf messing now both of them were rumored to have been advising and influencing adolf hitler and joseph stalin respectively right um, now if this was true i don't know if there's any evidence out there uh, what do you think they could have been advising them on and do you think mentalism will be increasingly used as a weapon by nation states absolutely i read about these stories a lot you know in the beginning so the psych- he was basically a psychiatrist who was just who was sort of consultant to hitler and uh, he later on invented the zener cards which we still use in the magic experiment <laughs> and his theory was crazy like a crazy guy he was and he invented the idea of this race and superiority so he put this idea into the head of hitler that we are superior race you know we with the green eyes we are the superior race so the and it's it's very stupid actually you know if you talk about these things today he put this idea into the head of hitler that germans are the superior race and entire of the world is made to serve us and who is not a german he is not allowed to live so either he has to be our slave or he has to you know give up his life so this is the reason of this is one of the major reasons behind the concentration camps which happened in in germany because that's how you know if you start believing that i am a white skin and i'm superior you know now your belief is that i'm superior anybody else you know with a, with a different skin is is not superior to me and this becomes your belief and sometimes these these beliefs become so political so religious that it can inhale inhale complete mankind okay so see this is very powerful right and it's also very scary to think about because yes, the right kind is. of person getting close to the right person can change world events for good or for worse got it all right so you know praveen i think that brings us to the end of uh, the show thank you so much for taking the time out to do this and uh, thank you so for much, everybody who's listening in uh, what if what is the best way to sort of reach out to you or learn more about your work i have a channel on youtube which are uh, wherein i right. post videos and uh, so they can watch it and i um, you know perform a lot of live shows now not not a days but you know once the situations are good so you'll get to know about it on my channel which is uh, which is on youtube uh, the praveen pandit i post videos on there and i also come live on youtube sometimes so you can uh, i talk to magicians about you know how they can better the art of magic and so they can come there and watch me live awesome all right so thank you so much for doing this again everyone this is how to make a life my name is parag this was praveen pandita the mentalist and thanks for checking in bye bye thank you so much parag have a wonderful day